May peace be with you. If you stick around at the end, there's more information about our community and how to find us. And now, here's this week's Centering Scripture, followed by the sermon. When the day of the Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them the ability. Now there were devout Jews from every people under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one of them heard speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. Let us listen for the word of God. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. And Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And after saying this, Jesus showed him them his hands and his side. And then the disciples rejoiced when they saw Jesus. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As Abba God has sent me, so I send you. And after saying this, Jesus breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. I get the booster seat. <laughs> hey, St. Luke, good morning before I fully jump in just to say how looking at the camera and our friends who are joining us in other ways but for those gathered here in the congregation it is such a joy such a delight it is a holy spirit thing pastor nora david that we have come together on this day such a joy wow we will get to know each other and the time ahead, and I am so looking forward to that. The hiring committee was lovely. <laughs> it 
So I hope they told the truth about you. And I hope they told you the truth about me. Human being, flawed, imperfect, and may step on toes unintentionally, but this is the beauty about being a flame-driven, inspired place, is that we get to practice. We get to practice and practice over and over again what it means to be people of God. And I'm so very happy to be here. So, will you start by praying with me a breath prayer? We're going to breathe in and we'll breathe out, and you can do it with your eyes open or your eyes closed, whatever is comfortable for you. And we begin by our inhale saying, Let your spirit. Breathe through us. Let your spirit breathe through us. Let your spirit breathe through us. Pastor Nora nailed it. <laughs> it's the moment and the season in the life of the church that we are celebrating this day. She's dressed beautifully in red, and I'm going to confess, my red dress didn't fit, so I'm wearing a robe. <laughs> Just going to own it. Um, and, and Pastor Nora graciously said, yeah, the pandemic did that to a lot of us. <laughs> so if you're like, man, is she this formal? Sometimes it will be, but it's because the red dress didn't fit. <laughs> so, flames. Katrina helped with the artistry of this. So grateful for her attention and eyes. We've celebrated Easter. I don't know if you noticed. The white draping has come down. The resurrection happened. And there was a season when Jesus walked on earth in both ethereal and tangible ways. People touched him. They ate with him. They had picnics with him. And then he ascended. And on this day, this Pentecost day, it is given to the entire church throughout all times. This profound, energizing Christian experience. Red, of course, is the liturgical color of the season, and it symbolizes tongues of fire. Visually, it is the resting of the flame that came red that lands on the top of the head, right? And we broaden that out. Um, I don't think of this as a perfect metaphor, but it's, it's an all right one, of the color wheel. And that's why we go orange, reds, yellows. And I love that there's a few blues and purples because wasn't Minnegasco that had the blue flame in the very center, right, right, right. So, um, so but really, uh, rainbows, of course, are a really important piece in our culture, and at St. Luke. But it, it says that flame is there. Now, it's been my experience that Christians um, personally relate to different dimensions of God, and I think that's about our uniqueness. There are some pieces of the, the narrative that we connect closer to. And it just depends on who our teachers were, 
the family that we grew up in. Maybe if you went to parochial school, you really learned to love Mary, right? It just depends on where we have been impacted. My sense is that many of you are compelled by the loving and humble Jesus, right? And that others of you find kinship in the prophetic Jesus. And how about our creator God, right? Uh, the creator, creative one, forming us into passionate hearts. But on this day, we particularly focus on the Holy Spirit. Another couple labels that people might use are the advocate or the comforter. And there are seasons in our lives where we need an advocate. And there are other seasons where we need the comforter. And that's all right. The seasons move us and we are touched and tapped depending on our place and the way that the Holy Spirit wants to use us. To explore a little bit more about the who and the what of that touching flames, right? If you go to the Methodist church, when on my route here, I come by the big Methodist church, and you notice in their symbol, it is that big red flame. flame. It's to symbolize the spirit at work, right? So I'm kind of fascinated by the physicality of this gift that Kim read so beautifully. Really, really, and like honestly, those names and those places, it's kind of like being a train conductor. They're not, they don't lilt off of our Minnesota tongues. So like, you didn't need to, you didn't need to scrunch your face at all, because I'm like, sister, I, I don't know how to say it either, all right? So you know what? Um, but in that, that physicality of that moment that, that's proclaimed, it says, suddenly there came from the sky a noise like driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. And Acts, we can embrace this, it says there were diverse people from different countries, different ethnicities, and different races present. Right? Doesn't that give us, that is the start of the church. Countries, races, people, languages, right? Man, if, if we forget and we become a silo, go right back to it. It tells us, don't do that. This is for everybody, right? Uh, I like to think there was no sorting room in a biblical term. There's no goats and sheep. There's no in-group, no out-group. Those flames, bam, they landed on everybody there. And it also said, as they gathered, they were blessed, but many were in fear. Or I loved your translation, bewildered. I thought, oh man, aren't we be bewildered at times, right? They use fear and bewilderment, which is also says that's part of our faith experience. That's all right, that is part of the narrative. And they were blessed with the Holy Spirit. Now I live on the western direction from here, on the edge of the prairie. And I pay a lot of attention to the wind, right? It just comes naturally. It just comes naturally. And as people of the Midwest, we pay attention to the wind too, right? When it says there's a wind chill, we pay attention. 
a wind chill. When there are tornado warnings and watches, we pay attention to the wind. We have a certain respect for the wind. We may even modify our behaviors or actions based on the wind. The Holy Spirit as breath and wind is brought to our attention in 1 Kings. Another, another way, comforter, advocate, and here's another one. The still, small voice. It's one I happen to really like. Sometimes it is in the quietest moment, the quietest moment of the day that we hear God. And we know of the Spirit's presence in our life. It can happen before we fall asleep. It might happen with our quiet cup of coffee, when we hold the hand of someone who is beloved to us, maybe when we're out on a walk. If we pay attention, that still small voice may be the voice of God. As Presbyterians, we take pretty seriously the work of the Holy Spirit. Did you know that? <laughs> Some people know that. Others like, get out of there, right? But we actually do. And this comes about when we talk about ourselves as being reformed and reforming. It says, we will change. I love Pastor Nora's children's sermon. Like sometimes a thing that you expect to happen, we get it in our mind, we think this is how it's going to go, and bam, we're off on another direction. So this reformed and always reforming foundation of our church means that there is space for the Holy Spirit to work, to change, to guide, sometimes absolutely redirect, right? Right? So we have to attend to that voice. We have to give it a seriousness because it was actually quite seriously given to us. Not a, not a slam dunk, not an uh, unintended thing. Uh -uh. Gift and given to everyone. Our denomination says, all, all people are blessed by the Holy Spirit, and all can form faithful decisions. I'd like to expand on this, but I think I'm going to save it for another Sunday. <laughs> because we can see our church has had histories and practices that have been distorted. The wrong path, right? But eventually, new understandings, new wisdom was revealed to us. And I believe that's the work of the Holy Spirit. We can be going one way and we realize, oh, we need to be doing something differently. So friends, good morning. It is a great day to be with all of you. At St. Luke on this day, we are jumping into a new season. And I am counting on the Holy Spirit. I am counting on the Holy Spirit to be with us, continue to be with us, to guide us, and most of all, to love us. Psalm 104 reminds us to pray. God, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. If you take away our breath, we perish and return to dust. And so may God's glory endure forever. 
And may each one of us be renewed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. As a church located on Lakota land in Minnetonka, Minnesota, St. Luke is a joyful, inclusive, intergenerational, and compassionate community on a spiritual journey seeking to do justice, make peace, and to walk humbly with God. We invite you to join us live for virtual worship each Sunday morning on Facebook or YouTube, or by following the worship links on our website, stluke.mn. Thanks for listening. May you go in peace.